podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, here we go. It's the Copyright Podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. Liverpool, Southampton preview. But anyway, uh, everyone, hello everybody. Good evening. If you're watching this live on a Friday, if you're watching it later on, on a Friday night when you're pissed and you just think, I want to watch two clowns talk about Liverpool. Again, hello. Um, it is Mick, it's Jay, and we're here to preview the Southampton game for what it's worth. Um, can tell we're being miserable on a Friday, can't you? Um, so, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for watching, thanks for liking, thanks for subscribing, and we appreciate that anyway. Uh, Mick, uh, Liverpool, Southampton on a Saturday night. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of uh, Saturday night football when it's at quarter past fucking eight, I'll be honest, mate. But we are where we are. Better than Friday night football, I think. Yeah, I think I only realised this morning actually because I was looking I was I wonder what time the game is tomorrow and I was like what what a past eight what the fuck is that I was like I'm looking forward yeah. to like a little I don't know midday or I don't know just any time but quarter past eight fucking hell that is just like a especially if Liverpool lose that's a night that's a fucking weekend ruining and a Saturday ruiner so that's all for a fucking well, that's all for a fucking good one well that's it mate because like you said you're just thinking about the, the old Saturday ruiner there at least by the time it's finished you can go fucking you can go to bed Um yeah so when we look at it now, obviously given the fact that we didn't play last week, we have uh, a game in hand over a lot of people. Um, so we're currently seventh in the table. Um, you know, a win puts us on fifty-seven. That's still four points behind Chelsea in fourth. It's 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 a struggle, mate, isn't it? I mean, I, and a lot of people think that the top four hopes have gone, and rightly so, in terms of how people are feeling about it, given the results. And we always keep thinking, don't we? This is the game. This is the game. This is the and those games are, sl- are very quickly disappearing, mate. They are indeed. I mean, if I, that United game, that could have been a little mini catalyst if that would have went ahead. Obviously, it didn't go ahead, but we've now got five left. Like you said, it's just we. It's almost wins, and I think even Klopp today in his presser was kind of like, well, it's, it looks like it's a bit out of sight, but we're going to keep fighting as you would, and it's. It's not over till it's over, but um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big ask. I know City play Chelsea, don't they? Um, mm. So yeah, I mean we just kind of open for a miracle, and we've had probably one too many miracles. I'm gonna come on to a miracle a bit later in the show, but I think it's a bit yeah. We need to win. We just need to win. Just the thing we need to do is sign off with a bang. Win the last five. If we if it somehow materialises that we sneak in there, then amazing. But it's probably not going to happen. So we just need to kind of. I think everyone's pretty much accepted that, haven't they? So uh, yeah, to... that's it, it's a good point that you just said. Acceptance is a is a is a really big word uh, this season, and it's been one that I've um, come to terms with uh, quite a bit. I think probably since about February March when you sort of just seeing how up and down we were. Um, you know, out of the title race and then really, really dropping out of top four. The one saving grace we can take is that the teams around us are playing each other. So there is that element of this still could could materialise. We still could get fourth. And I, I go back to um, 16, 17, when we got through on the uh, the last day against Middlesbrough. Um, and we were up against Arsenal. And um, it was, I think it was this week, then um, I I went on social media and just said, right, well, that's it. We obviously don't want top four. It's gone, blah, blah, blah. And I was being Mr. Negative about it, but somehow we we snuck in there given the results that are gone. So it has been done before. It is possible. We can we can do this. And uh, Alex has just said on Facebook that the postponement may work in our favour with United. 
having a packed schedule, mate, uh, having to rest players again. So that's a really, really good point. And to be fair, it can be a negative, the fact that we haven't played that United game yet because we are going to shit ourselves, just rightly so, like we were last week playing United when you're going for the top four. But by the time that United game comes round, we will pretty much know, given the way our results have gone, whether we're going to get that top four space or not, Mick, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just having a quick look there, just talking about Chelsea's fixtures. They've got City tomorrow, then they've got Arsenal, then they've got Leicester, then they've got Villa. So it's not they're not easy fixtures, and they've also got a Champions League final as well, and a fucking FA Cup final as well. The little jammy cunts. So they've got a few, they've got a few plates spinning, haven't they? Luckily for them, so hopefully that'll yeah mean kind of one eye on 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 other things and not the top four, but. I mean, we just, yeah, like I said, we just need to fucking just try, just try and sign off on a high, the highest we can. Just go out there. Obviously, Nat Phillips was confirmed fit. Obviously, he was going to be in the Man United game, so we knew he was fit anyway, but he's definitely going to be fifth for tomorrow. So that's a good we get Fabinho back into midfield and we can kind of play uh, the footy that we that we know and love. So let's just, let's just hope it's tomorrow because, I mean, Every time I see a home game, I'm just like, fucking hell, I can't be arsed. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like that, and it's just me to... I, I, I say that every time I see a fucking game. Every time I yeah, see a true. game of football, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, can't be arsed. Um, but some of the comments are flying in, guys, and I appreciate this. Paul said, if we can't get into top four, would you rather eight for Thursday night football? I'd rather Thursday night football, I'll be honest, because I like playing in Europe. I like playing for European trophies. And, yeah, the the Europa League is the, is the younger brother, but... Like like we've got it in our graphic, it's still a, a European competition, and to add another European trophy to our mix would be great. And you know, United aren't taking the Europa League lightly, but again, it's another in, it's another trophy, and it's another way of getting into the Champions League. So, um, and and that playing Europa League football, it gives the chance for um, a lot of fringe players as well to have a game and stuff. Uh, which I, which I, I know the Europa League is, we don't want to be playing that, and it comes with the ridicule, Mick, doesn't it? But if we take that out of it. Playing Europa League football is bad from our standards the way it has been the last few years, but it's still it's not it's not the worst thing in the world, is it? I'd rather be in a European competition than eighth, if I'm honest, because you're still given that level, and we probably piss the Europa League really, wouldn't we? <laughs> Fucking well, hell! I, say, I, 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 I said I, yeah, I just said that, and we said it as well. Fucking brilliant! Uh, yeah, it's a really yeah. good point that. Yeah, look, I mean, look at this dickhead! Look at this dickhead! Honestly. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna time him out. <laughs> Fucking knobhead. Only joking, mate. Love you. Uh, Go on, crack on, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been. Unfortunately, I've got a few mank mates, and I've just been chatting to them, and they're, they're like, "Well, it's a trophy, and it, and it is. I mean, it's not. It's, it's the Champions League's little brother, and it's not the, it's not the best, but the quality's just not there. And, and like Martin says, if we, if we did get into that, and even if we were playing like a mixture of some of the first teamers and then we if Harvey Elliott's back and whoever other signings we make we could do we could go all the way and, and, and win that thing. So yeah, I think we just the way we are at the moment, I didn't think we'd well if you look if you look back about six weeks ago, we were all on the pod going, it's definitely gone now. Europe we're definitely not getting Europe. We're definitely not getting top four and we're still probably not, but we've still got an outside chance. So I mean I'm still the optimistic side of me still there that we can maybe sniff it. But yeah, I mean, like you said, Europa League's better. It's better than a fucking kick up the arse in it. So let's just let's just take it as that, and and we go again next year. And fucking, I mean, we can. I mean, Thursday Sunday isn't a great schedule, but like you said, with the t- players you've got coming back in uh, from injury, and hopefully a nice little um, few players coming in, then it might it's going to be a better season than this season anyway. Let's put it that way. 
Yeah, that's true, mate. And you never know what the... Do you know what? A lot of players, they don't come out and say, do they, about what they think about the Europa League. And obviously, when you play in the Champions League, that's the, obviously, that's the top level that you want to play in. But I'm thinking of this from like a, being a... You know, if you ever... Football's ever going to be a fucking granddad and they sit down with all the medals with the kids and they go, granddad, what did you win? Well, I won everything in Europe, lad. I won that trophy, I won that trophy. And you never know because a lot of these players have won the Champions League. They might think, ah, fuck it. I won a Europa League medal as well. You know what I mean? It might be the case. And, you know, Jamie Carragher, um, you know, treasures his uh, UEFA Cup medal, you know. Uh, but, I mean, then again, back then, the UEFA Cup was was a bigger trophy than it is now because of the money that's in the Champions League. But, again, I'm not going to be overly disappointed because we haven't been in the mix for top four all season. Do you know what I mean? We've, we've been, like, going for the title then we're dropping out of it. And we've had we've accepted that this, this season has been a fucking dog shit. So if we end up in Europa League, it's not like we ended up into it on the last game of the season. It's going to sort like you said, it's going to decide itself beforehand. I think I don't, I don't, I can't see it going to the final day. Can you? I don't think so. But I'm sure I read somewhere today. Is this our? This is going to be our last fixture with um, with no fans, isn't it? With no fans. Mm, That's a really good point, mate. Really good point. Take that as a as a positive. So even the the last game on there was the twenty third. We'll have at least 10k in there so that'll be we should be palace with fans in the stadium so that that's that should be a win i mean i can't you can't even say it should be a win anymore with liverpool you just fucking don't know do you but well uh, um one of the things that uh, the dugout said before was southampton since beating liverpool in january won two league games quite interesting stat that it is yeah, but that's just like, that's to me, it's like when Liverpool play against the team and some fella hasn't scored for about 48 years, then he pops up with an overhead. It always happens against Liverpool. So teams turn up and players turn up, especially around Anfield. Well, this year it's going to fucking free hit every time you play around Anfield because we've just been <laughs> missing those fans and missing our, like Klopp described today as our, like, fucking, we lost our spine when we lost lost our defence and then putting defenders there and having the, the midfielders having to come in and do a job and whatever. So, it's been a shit season, but if we can salvage at least something from it, and I mean, the, the, good, the good thing is there's only five games left, so there's not long left. Even if it's a lot <laughs> yeah, of it's more it's shit. True. It's nearly over, everyone, so we just got to get true. through this bit. It's true. And that's the, the thing, isn't it, with obviously this week of what's happened with uh, it being an all-English final again, and it's in Istanbul, and they uh, saw loads of cool tweets this week, like, who the fuck did we like piss on to... For this season to happen for, for us to win the league and you know what deal did we do with the devil and all that sort of stuff and you couldn't write it could you you really couldn't but you know the, the good thing um is like you said mate it's over and once it's it, it's done it's done you know what i mean like i said just reflect on your sky boxes where you've still got all the games recorded from the last couple of years if you like me i've still got all the champions league games recorded watch them again it's great just fucking keep watching them if the season does end up in the shit where we are in the europa league not the fucking europe Conference link, I can't be. What's he said now? Come on, Mick does a lot. Yeah, all right. Honestly, <laughs> fucking uh, day, day tripping knobhead. The, the first bit, the first bit, sound though, from your point of view, smash the like <laughs> button and subscribe if you haven't done that. Go ahead, give do that because we, uh, we we enjoy that. We do, we enjoy the like button. We do, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, you just gotta. It's done now, isn't it? The, the season's nearly done. We're nearly out of this, and then we can concentrate on the Euros and England. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the Euros, I just I don't want any anyone to be going to it. No Van Dijk, no Hendo. He's gonna all fuck off. No They've been out for so long. We thought Hendo was gonna be out for what? I'm sure it's oh. like six weeks. And he's still out. Like Klopp said today, he's out running today, but he's nowhere near. He's not gonna be. 
he might. No. I just hope they don't start calling them up and then. Oh, no, I just want them I to have a nice. Yeah, fresh, I don't even want to. I don't even summer. want to think about that. Don't even want to think about that. Like that'll be half of our fucking podcast in the summer when we're, we're moaning about it. And yeah, but you can't stop players wanting to play for the country, can you? But I know. anyway, well, yeah. So let I mean, you know, Southampton, they're an up and down. Like I said, they haven't won since uh, since January. Um, like so, it's again. There's nothing more we can say about it, mate. I want to talk about the positive stuff. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm done with the fucking negativity. What date is it today, Mick? It is the 7th of May. And what happened on the 7th of May in uh, 2019? Um, was it was it that magical 4-0 at, uh, at Anfield? It certainly was. It was the anniversary. You know, happy anniversary to everybody. We're now going to switch... To some Champions League talk because we can still talk about the Champions League because guess what? We've got fucking six of them, right? We've got six of them. So, yes, yeah, so Mick, um, it is the anniversary of the Barcelona game. Um, we love looking back into our history and stuff like that. Obviously, the, the day we, we, we beat uh, Barcelona 4 0. And it's been fantastic to see all the memories float, floating back, all the memes, all the, you know, the Barcelona tweets and all. We will get one, won't we? And all that sort of stuff. It's, it's just been absolutely brilliant. But um, yeah, your initial when when you think about that day, mate. Obviously, that's they're the three words that everyone thinks of as corner taken quickly. But uh, where was you when you when you when you saw it, mate? Tell us the story. Where was you? Uh, unfortunately, I weren't at the stadium. I um, a certain Matt Ramirez, who's frequent this podcast once every eight or nine weeks, he had the ticket <laughs> and he took his bird instead of me. So everyone going give him grief, the little bastard. No, I watched it in um, I was in I was in Old Swan with one of my mates and it was just it was on those nights where I was like I had to I think I had to convince him. I was like, should we go and watch the game? And he was like, Oh, I don't know if I can be arsed, you know, three nil down. Ended up going and it was just it was just one of those times where you're just like, What what is going on? It's kinda of like you're perplexed, you're amazed, you've absolutely delirious it was just so many emotions rolled into one I know you it, it was it was that what it was like yeah it was this it was that year's sort of Olympiacos wasn't it when we we needed three in the second half it was it was that like I haven't had vibes in terms of a comeback than since that since that that game in 2004 and um, that really set the tone for me in terms of that and like you said um you know, being being, I was in the ground for, it and it was just it, fucking incredible, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, I just, I, I thought the Olympiacos game, the Chelsea semi-finals, were the best games I've ever been to. But that was just something else, and it was funny, wasn't it? Because obviously, a few years earlier, the the, the Dortmund game happened, and that was that was electric. On that day, we go there's there's the Europa League. We still yeah. look fondly on the Dortmund game, and that was Europa League. You know, we still look fondly on the Villarreal semi-final. That was the Europa League as well. And once you get to the last stages of the Europa League, that's where you... But it's just Anfield on a European nightmare. I mean, I think we all, everybody had that first leg. And when we were three in the other hand, everybody, I don't care what you say, everyone said it'll be tough. And it's highly unlikely, but you never know at Anfield because of our history in in, in European competition at, at Anfield. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've been like a fucking madman on the Copites account today, just posting every video I could find. And it's just like, just so... Like, like Chris was just said about Fabinho in the comments there, he was like a fucking, he was just a man possessed that night. He's got a yellow card after 10 minutes on that tackle on Suarez, which was never a never a foul <laughs> and never a yellow card in a fucking million years. But it's fucking Champions League and Suarez does about 15 battle rolls. But uh, yeah, it was just, 
it was just mental. It was a mental night. You didn't ever think it was ever going to happen. I think everyone I kind of agreed that that 3-0 was a bit generous to them, albeit they could have got a fourth at the end. They should have, I think Dembele missed the Demb- Dembele, yeah. yeah, yeah, missed, yeah. Should, should have been four. But um, we played all right on the night. We just couldn't put our chances away. And then you knew we'd beat them around. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I know, that's what I mean. Sound things to come. But um, yeah, getting them back to Anfield. We knew we'd win on the night. We just didn't, I don't think anyone yeah. ever expected it to be 4-0. Just to, like them to turn into a shell of themselves. And us to just... But when you look at the game, the mate, pitch. when you... That's it, mate. And the build-up was was there all day. You know, I mean, I I, I posted a, a video from two thousand and seven Chelsea semi final. The build-up to that during the day, it, it felt very similar to that. We're thinking, you know, we, you know, something something special could happen here. And right from the off, you know, the the crowd was on was on it straight away. You know, everyone was fucking screaming. Um, and then even from the first tackles, like even like what what uh, Robertson was doing when he when fucking Messi goes over and he rags the back of his head. You know the fact that you have the gall to do that, uh, arguably the the greatest player to ever play fucking football, is brilliant. But that set the tone. That's just the Andy Robertson. Well, I'm playing football. You're on my pitch, dickhead. I'm gonna have you. And it set the tone because it really did keep fucking keeping quiet for the rest of the game. But it, it was a case of you've got to get an early goal. You've got to get that first goal in that first 15 minutes. You do that, then you're more than capable of, of scoring two against Barcelona the, the rest of that time for 75 minutes. So I mean, once that first goal went in, mate, the the, the tone of everybody changed. I think. Going from, yeah, I've got a pint, I'll sit down, I might not get up as often, you know, yeah. whatever, to, oh, fucking hell, six minutes in, Origi puts that ball in the back of the net. This could happen. Yeah, I mean, that's what, I think that's what everyone was saying, weren't they? Like, as, as long as we get one nice and early, I think that's always the that's always the key, get one nice and early, and then you've got at least a platform to build on then, and, and, and we did that, and that kind of, it gave us momentum, and also, drain the shit out of them because they were like oh fuck the famous Anfield Knights they were worrying about it and you could see like the, the players that they've got the quality they, they've got they were just turned into shit obviously Messi had a few chances but um, it was just that was just the night where everything aligned and, and I mean obviously not having not having Firmino not having Salah uh, Robbo going off at half time like I know. all those things should really have like it was like another nail in the coffin. Should have been for us. Like not having those two playing Shaq and Origi in a game like that. Obviously the the things he did in that game were obviously iconic, and it's just mad the way it all worked out. It was just like the stars perfectly aligned for that one, and it was just obviously everyone in the stadium was. It was just a crazy atmosphere, and the way we did it as well was just it's the greatest game of footy I think I'll ever see. And we've had loads of them. That. That's the thing. We always seem to one up them. Like. Olympiacos, there's Chelsea, there's there's West Ham in the, there's Istanbul, there's there's just so many of them where you just think, why, how does this always happen with Liverpool? And it's it's always it, it always happens to us, which is just it's mad, yeah. it's mad as a as a fan to watch because your fucking heart's just all over the place. But it's it, it's also boss to see as well because we're, we're capable of that synchronization with the, with the fans and the players on the pitch, and that's what has done us in this season the most. I think. Mm. No, it's a really good point, mate. And like you said, the, the relationship between the fans and the, and the players on the pitch. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, you look back and I don't know if people, you know, are aware of this or they were too young to see it, is when when there was the whole debate of whether we should move away from Anfield and, and build a fresh stadium. It, again, it, it fits people's agendas, doesn't it? People moan about, you know, not enough money coming into the club for certain reasons and gate receipts against Tottenham and all that sort of stuff. Well, we chose to stay at Anfield for a, a specific reason. So we could be closer to the fucking pitch 
and really G our lads on and fucking give abuse to the, the players that we're playing against. And that's why Anfield is so important. And this is it's so evident this season is it's been so hard. And obviously Matt has just said the same thing. We are spoiled. That's why season's been hard. Take reset, review can go again next season with a full Anfield. It's spot on. But when we got to half time, um obviously I know Chris has just said it here. Um John Henderson looked like he'd done his knee. And John Henderson is not one to go down and stay down. He'll go down for a minute straight back up. But that knee injury in the first half, it did look like fucking hell. We might lose him here. But then he obviously he comes back out for the second half. And when you talk about Steven Gerrard in Istanbul, a captain's performance, that against Barcelona was is, is ultimate for me. I, I think that was Hendo's ultimate. And there's a great video that was taken uh, from the lower Kemlin, uh, Kenny Dalglish standing showing how fucking old I am. Um, where at full time Henderson's just on his back rolling around thinking what the fuck have we just been through and we've done it and that is oh, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it yeah I mean I watched I, put, I post that one earlier it's just it's just such an emotional thing to watch anything from that night anything it's just like the wilds of going down at the end and he's like nearly crying and then there's another one at the end where Fabinho's like basically in tears singly never walk alone and it's like yeah the fellas come over from from a different country and he's just like embroiled in this like craziness that is Liverpool and he's just like embraced it and, and all the players have and it was just but imagine him play, playing in front of that, that those those fans 50,000 people screaming and, and willing you to do well and also making the opposition look like shit and making everything you do seem like it's natural and, that, and that's what happens yeah. when, when the stars align at Anfield everything, you, everything that gets touched it's just gold dust back back by Liverpool players, and it's yeah, it's just one of those nights that will for me will be will be the best. And I, 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 like I, we always say, this I was ever going to be topped, and I don't know if it'll ever be top. But to go, to beat Barcelona, a powerhouse of the Champions League and of world football at, on your in your own um, stadium, the way we did it was just, especially with Suarez and Coutinho as well. There, that made it even more sweeter that they left. Oh and god, then, yeah, and then well, especially Coutinho more so. I'd say. But because uh, he looked like a fucking broken man at the end, didn't he? But um, yeah, it was just one of those nights where you just I mean, I'm look, I'm jealous of you for fucking for being there. It was just must have been amazing to go. Well, yeah, it, it, I mean, I got to thank the company that I was with at the time when we had we had uh, two corporate season tickets. <laughs> um, but no, it was mate. It was it was incredible, and I think that. Um, after the game, and I remember the, the I me, what I remember vividly about the whole thing was um, the last game in the season against Wolves. I know I'm talking about the, the Barcelona game, but when we when we were at Anfield and we were watching the Wolves game, and Brighton had gone one 0 up, and we thought, right, for sixty seconds it was great because we were fucking it, 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 it might happen, and it was like Jesus Christ, and then obviously it didn't happen. But after the game, we wasn't like. You know, we're in May Duncan's after the game with the lads, and we were just like, "Fuck it, it doesn't matter." We've got ninety-seven points here, we've been brilliant, and we're on our way to another European final. And sending the lads off to to, to Madrid and giving them a, a good send off, and Hamfield was was fantastic. And you know, you're planning the the trip to Madrid, and you know, we were we were planning right. So we'll 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 drive down, we'll we'll drive to Sevilla, and we'll stay in Sevilla, and then we'll drive across there and. The, the, the way the lads planned it and stuff. Unfortunately, I didn't end up going because I was I went to India the day after uh, the final game of the season. I was in India for ten days uh, with work, so by the time I'd come back, um, it was it, it just didn't fit right uh, to to join the lads 
Um, and just, but the thing is, what I did say to lads is when I was in the airport going to India, I'd booked my flight with Thomas Cook to go to Madrid because while I was in India, they were doing the ballot for Champions League final tickets and I was in the ballot. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get one. And the ironic thing is I got one for Kiev and I didn't get one for this and I had my fucking flight booked. Um, so I said to lads, right, well, I- I'm not coming because n- none of us had a ticket in the end. So um, it just didn't sit right uh, in terms of like the, the travel and just been in India. I thought, I oh, fucking can't be asked doing that. Yeah. Um, but the-, the way the days landed anyway just didn't fit. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day because we still witnessed the fucking Champions League final that was. Wasn't the best. You know, it, it won't be remembered in the in the ages. We won that competition against Barcelona. That's the point I'm trying to fucking make. That was when we won the competition. I knew as soon as that game had finished that we've won this now. Because there's no way anyone's stopping us. After the season we've just had and what we just witnessed against Barcelona, there's no way nothing's stopping us now. And I'm sure everyone will agree with me that we won that trophy after the Barcelona game. Yeah, well, what, what better way to put your marker down than doing that at Anfield? And you come up against Spurs, who were... I mean, we we just lost the, the the final the year before, so we had perfect experience not to experience that again. And I think that's what Will was on. And I think getting yeah. that goal nice and early in the final as well, just like we were like, well, let's just fucking sit it out here. And obviously, Arriga gets one at the end anyway and can't secures it. But yeah, I don't give it. Give me give me those fucking games up, those finals all 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 year, all day, long. absolutely. I don't give yeah. a shit. Like. To, not not every game. I wouldn't want it to be that robotic in the wins. I want at least some excitement, which you, you get on the clock. But final wise, I wouldn't. I couldn't give a shite as long as you get over the line, even if it's one nil or whatever. You don't. You don't give a fuck. Do you? you just want that. You just want to lift that trophy at the end. So, yeah, absolutely, mate. And it, one of the things that comes out of the the post match with um, uh, with with Jurgen Klopp, he, he says the the fucking uh, mentality giants or mentality monsters. Because uh, he does say it twice, and he uses both at this, within different times, and he's absolutely spot on. Because obviously the Vincent Company goal the day before, um, we're thinking for fuck's sake, we, we just can't win this league with ninety-seven points. Um, and then you're going into this game with no Mo Salah, you've got no Roberto Firmino, and you just think, fuck it, it's just not going to. Our season has just completely disappeared within the space of forty-eight hours, and you're just thinking, great, amazing, but for somehow. We managed to do that. Robbo goes off. When Alden comes on, he looked like a man possessed. He's like, dude, you fucking bench me, Jurgen Klopp, ever again. Fucking showed us. But, you know, I think the one thing we've not really covered um, is obviously the the ultimate scouts fucking goal, uh, which was uh, the corner taken quickly. Uh, I mean, you know, Trent does really well for Gina and Alden's first goal because obviously Trent, with, with his head, he loses the ball, but he wins the ball back very quickly. Um, and then obviously plays the ball in for for Wijnaldum. But then the actual, how smart Trent Alexander-Arnold is for a lad his age to get the ball in the corner and and win a corner. He knew by putting his foot through that ball, he was going to hit the defender and and go out. And then obviously kudos to the ball boy for being very, very quick and and throwing it over. But the tactic was, wasn't it, that him and Shaqiri would alternate corners each time. And obviously, as you can see, Shaqiri's actually walking over and Trent's walking away from it. And then he just spots Divock and then the rest is history. But the fucking pure cheek of that is unbelievable to do that against Barcelona in a Champions League semi. It's just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I think it was the same reaction for everyone. I think, well, for me, anyway, it was just, I didn't celebrate because I was like, is this going to be allowed? Is the referee going to give it? Is yeah. He, is he took it too, is he took it, corner taken too quickly? And I was like, <laughs> I didn't celebrate. And then everyone's fucking, it was kind of like a bit of a laboured celebration. Like, I think, 
Lovren runs over and jumps on someone's back and you can't like and obviously a Rigi doesn't fucking scores a goal in, in Madrid and doesn't celebrate it like he's just scored like fucking down a five side pitch. He doesn't give a shit, does he? But um <laughs> it was just yeah, great thinking by Trent, just pure fucking genius. And then the finish by Rigi as well on the half volley to get it into the top corner like he did in the way he did. It's just yeah, that that and also Madrid and many of the goals that Rigi scored. Um, he'll go down as as a legend for those who don't know how long he's going to be at the club. But uh, yeah, like yeah. that Trent, that Trent moment was just just you can't like you you might try it in a in a, in a smaller game maybe, but to do that against Barca, obviously we had the plan to get if the ball goes, I'll get the ball back in quick because it went out and then the ball boys are fucking was on it when he straight away threw it back in and then he played it in. It was just yeah, it was the, the game plan worked. Perfectly, the fans in the stadium making them feel like they, they were under too much pressure, keeping the ball in as much as they can to, to kind of keep the game flowing because they wanted to obviously slow it down. They were three and up, they didn't yeah. have a care in the world. They wanted us to be as slow as, as we can, and we wanted the opposite. So, yeah, we're the treat, and thankfully it was a uh, it was given, and um, that was the that was the final goal. But yeah, just fucking yeah, it's, it's there's, co- there's content for life with it, isn't there? There really yeah, is. There's content really for life. Is. You know, everyone's been chatting about. The memes and like uh, I am Elmo does some amazing videos uh, about that that season. Um, the, obviously, the the BBC commentary is going around with Alan Shearer. Um, a lot of people are listening to that for the first time. They haven't seen that for, uh, that for two years, and that's very very good. Uh, despite what people think about Alan Shearer, he, he was he was a Liverpool fan that night, which was you know really enjoyable. And obviously, uh, Steve from from Liverpool FC uh, TV. He's got the the best commentary with the corner taken quickly, and you've got John Aldridge screaming as well. Yeah. Um, it's just it was just unbelievable, and one of the best things about the whole thing is, uh, Barcelona had a contract with um, a documentary company, then they were following him that season, and on Rakuten TV you can actually watch the whole episode of them going to Anfield and fucking it up, and in the changing room afterwards. And now obviously we put a clip on the cop I earlier didn't we, about where I merged the that footage with Lucas in the background screaming unlucky, which I thought was really funny, uh, not to blow me on trumpet. Um, but the fact you can watch that entire episode of them just in the change room, just fucking deflated. And it just adds to the content, doesn't it? It just adds to everything about that. And when we look back at the Dortmund game, that's a great memory, but it's also a little bit, oh, yeah, but we didn't win it. And it, get, it, get, it sort of loses it a little bit, doesn't it? Whereas that game happened and we went on to win the trophy, which is the ultimate fairy tale. And it's the oh, it's just the the icing on top of the cake, isn't it? I mean, you can watch that game, you know, full ninety minutes every day, couldn't you? It just keeps you very happy. And that's what we should do right now, shouldn't we? We should just, right now just fucking look back on those memories. Yeah, I mean, seventh of May is just going to be every year. Those videos are just going to be on Twitter all the time. So it's <laughs> I'm looking forward to the fucking next year already. But uh, yeah, it was just yeah, amazing. It Mate, I think one amazing. of the things. One of the things that is happening at the minute with the, with the fan base is there's a lot of people and that are getting really pissed off with the fact that how poor we've been this season and they think we're going backwards and all that sort of stuff and the squad's gone and all that sort of stuff. It's not. This squad's been playing full pelt for a good four years now and you know the front three have played together. The one of the longest serving front three out of any front three that's played in the Premier League. Something's got to give. You know, a little bit of a refresh is needed. I believe that this season. But what we've not got to get bogged down in is that, yes, Manchester City and Chelsea, one of them is going to either get their second European Cup or their first. Yes, that's going to happen. 
But it's not like the last time we won the Champions League was 2005. We only won it a couple of years ago. We don't have to be that downhearted about it. City have won the league this year. We won it last year. You know, those memories are still fresh. We don't have to get so het up about it. It's not like 2012 against Cardiff was the last time we won a trophy. You know, we've really got to focus at the minute, like, just appreciate what's happened over the past couple of years, haven't we? You know, this is a one-off and we were due a poor season the way stuff's gone and we just got to go again, haven't we, mate? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've said it before. If this had happened with Van Dyke, with Gomez, with no COVID, yeah. then yeah, we'd all be like, right, let's start shit in our pants here because we need a big fix up and get rid of players and sort stuff out. And yeah. it's not, it's happened with a load of factors that are quite big for us fans. Losing Van Dyke, huge. Losing Gomez, losing Matip. I mean, we keep saying the same shit, but these are the reasons why. We've had to, we've this happened. We, we haven't got City squad where we can just fucking have like a bench with like 600 mil on and load of defenders and load of top quality midfielders, load of top quality strikers at, at, at your pedal just to throw in when you need. And, mm-hmm. and like, I, I think the other, the other game that like not City's last game, the game before, they like complete changed like the whole 11. And it's like they've, yeah. they've got like just pure like Foden and Staling's not getting a game and like Staling, how good Staling, like it's just mental. And I think, yeah. We just need to have it, like you said, have a bit of a bit of um, a bit of normalism in our lives. That next year, once fans are coming back in, once we've got Van Dyke back, once we've got Hendo back, like does the those are huge factors on how good Liverpool are and having those back in there. And along with if a Canate comes in, if a Kabak signs, yeah, there's, there's there's a load of things to look forward to. And I think even if, like we said, Europe the Europa League isn't isn't the best, but if we get far in that competition and we start having those European nights at Anfield again, we'll be looking forward to footy again. And it's just footy is a it can move things can move very quick and footy. Like if we win, if we do quite well in our last few games, we'll be happy going into next season. Get Champions League even better because we'll have more money in, in the bank to kind of put that towards transfers next year as well. But. Um, yeah, I just think we just need to think, well, we won the Champions League two years ago, won the Premier League last year. If you would have said that to me, like, 11 years ago when FSG first came in, that you're going to win Champions League and a Premier League back-to-back in consecutive years, I would have laughed in your face. I would have thought, that's, I don't think that's possible with the, with the job Jurgen Klopp's done. So, just it's need true. to think, well, let's 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 just chill a little bit and we, we go again next year. And all fans saying that Liverpool aren't going to... Seen loads of shit on Twitter. People saying Liverpool are finished. Liverpool are a finished club. Salah's on the decline. Just like fucking hell, you don't half talk some shit. And it's just people looking for the reaction. Like I saw, yeah. I think I'm sure it was a Liverpool fan said uh, Salah's on the decline and Mahrez is on the rise. A 28 year old <laughs> Mo Salah gets 23 plus goals a year, and Mahrez who gets 12 goals a year is on the is on the rise. But wow. it's just the, the, the I mean. I, to be honest, I'm a bit of a sad bastard, so I've got a bit of a catalogue in this little baby of all those bastards that I will be pumping straight out when Liverpool are fucking battling people again. So uh, get ready for that shit. Oh, fuck it. I can't wait for that. I cannot <laughs> wait for that. Next time we win a trophy, I can't wait for them to come back out, mate. But no, you, you are. You're absolutely spot on. I mean, even when you take away those two things that you've said about winning the league and the Champions League, you know, the... the same season, we won the Champions League, 97 points, put up a fucking great challenge to, to Man City's title. year before, we get to a Champions League final with some amazing, amazing um, European nights. You know, it, the City game will always be one of my favourite days of my life. Not only be, beating that, and obviously my son was born that day as well. 
So those memories are still there for everybody to look at. And like I said, mate, it's a bit of perspective, isn't it? Let's just uh, look at that. And we've got to enjoy what this what this club's done over the last couple of years and not get too downhearted about it. But that's why we wanted to cover the the, the Barcelona game now, um, ever. Um, Chris Brack, shut up. Look, have you seen what he's put? Who's the worst <laughs> band ever? Slipknot. Do you know what? Slipknot are not even my favourite band, mate. They're in my top five, but they're not even my favourite. So you, you need to just... just Go to Travis Perkins, get Actually, some concrete, build a bridge and get over it. Can, I just, can I just ask Chris what, what your favourite band is? Because yeah, I'm quite, Chris. I'm quite, quite interested. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not getting, I'm not getting on Jay's side, Chris, just so you know. Well, so I'll you fucking that, should do, mate. I'll, I'll boot you out of this. But, um, yeah, come on, Chris. Is it Abba? Is it Abba? Is it Abba? Yeah, come on, Chris. Come on, Chris. I bet it's Oasis or something. I bet it's some, some fucking bandwagon <laughs> band that he jumps on. And yeah, but all Guns and Roses or something like that. So come on, Chris, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to stay alive. We're going to stay alive until you tell me. Come Not on, bad. Chris. Come on, Joe. I just love how much shit. I'm going to start. I'm going to start sending it. Oh, see, there we go. <laughs> so Doug's put Queen. Yeah, we we'll love a, like like a bit of Queen. But look, you see, he doesn't. He, he can't even say anything. He likes to give me shit for like in Slipknot, Metallica, Limp Bizkit, and Ramstein and Killswitch Engage. But really, you know, he's never listened to any of it, so he doesn't even know. You know what I mean? But whatever. Chris, just say, whatever. Just say it's Backstreet Boys because that'll be hilarious. That'll oh, be... I'd love it. There you go. I'll... Oh, wait, I like Blur, it. Beatles and Queen. Okay, two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> or which yeah, one, which, which two am I picking? Mm. Can't really Beatles. give him shit for any of it. Go Beatles on, what would I pick? Beatles and Queen? Yeah, I would say Beatles and Queen, yeah. 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 Yeah, I've never been the biggest Beatles fan. I'll be honest, because I like my heavy metal. Um, but yeah, you got some, you've got some really, really good songs. This took a fucking turn, didn't it? It's not what people want to watch us for. Chris I just want Chris, and I was Chris's fan. He just likes to give me shit, but I'll take it. It's fine, I put mad. Talk, it's all hapless fun. Um, oh, he likes Linkin Park as well, right? Okay, he's redeemed himself a little bit. Good show. Uh, I actually like him a little bit more now. Uh, to be fair, I do like him a little bit. We should do that one day. We'll just talk about music. When we come on the channel, we'll just we'll just do a music episode. Fuck it, we'll do that in the summer. Actually, we'll just join. Everyone can join in. Chuck, chuck in what music tastes like. That'll be fun. Um, well, we'll, yeah. We'll so get, listen, we'll get Chris on because we, we, I've been I messaged Chris recently and said you need to get on. So we'll get him on one day. I mean, then we can have the. I'll just sit in the corner like this and just have, have a little bevy, and I'll just like I don't, choose to. <laughs> I don't want to de- I don't want to devalue my product. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking devalue it, bringing that prick on. Um, but in all, anyway, in all, in all seriousness, um, that was our Southampton preview slash miracle of Anfield memories. Uh, we've done thirty-eight minutes there, mate. So let's leave it there. Let everyone go and go and uh, go and get the tea and stuff and spend time with the family. And we'll yeah, we'll see you all for the team news. We'll see you all for after the game. Where hopefully Liverpool get three points. Oh, if they don't, God help us. God help everybody. God help Twitter. God help the fucking football if. Uh, if they don't. But anyway, we'll be back anyway. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this Friday evening. We love you all. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.